Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Tuesday, September 20th. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. College AD reports Ball State Interim AD Ken Bothoff will be paid an annualized rate of $300,000 with a technical start date of tomorrow. It's a completely at-will agreement with no stated duration. Wichita State gets $40 million from the Kansas Board of Regents for upgrades to Cessna Stadium with a timeline for changes by late next year. Shockers AD Kevin Saul stating, It is a substantial project and we've got a lot of work ahead of us, not only to plan, but to fundraise and work our way forward on what will be an absolutely tremendous facility for Wichita from Wichita State University. It would still be a 400-meter track. It would just be a wider oval so that we could stick a regulation-size soccer facility inside, Cessna Stadium. The idea is that down the road, we want to create a pathway for ourselves to potentially create women's soccer as an intercollegiate athletic sport at Wichita State. Ranchler Field, home of UConn football, is set to receive $63 million worth of enhancements over the next five years. Capital District Region Authority Executive Director Michael Freimuth comments, lot of it is going to be back of house. Repairing the roof no one will see. But there's some things the general fan will see. A lot of these issues just need a reboot. Roofs caulking. Mechanical systems, HVAC. Elevators. No one thinks about until they are broken. You have to build them for a lifespan of 20 years. We reach that now and have to build them for another one. Yukon's current lease terms runs through June of next year, but Huskies AD David Benedict says he's committed to continuing playing football at the venue. Nevada is in the midst of a lawsuit over ADA requirements at McKay Stadium. According to the Reno Gazette Journal, filed in 2019, the suit blames Worth Group Architects. UNR said the 2016 redesign of McKay Stadium failed to make the football stands accessible for people in wheelchairs, and an attempt by the architect to fix the redesign a year later also failed to fix problems. UNR has spent millions on top of 2016's $14 million remodel of the now 55-year-old stadium, but will not disclose what has been done, even for improvements beyond what is required by law, as it argues in court over who is to blame for mistakes made six years ago. UNR also blames the Worth Group for the loss of goodwill and damaging its reputation, according to the suit. Court documents show that UNR estimates the costs incurred because of the mistakes to be around $4 million. ESPN NBA headliner Adrian Wojnarowski on reports of the league's age eligibility moving down a year to 18, while lowering the 19 and over draft age will be a significant part of the NBA NBPA collective bargaining discussions. Sources tell ESPN nothing has advanced on elimination of the one-and-done rule. However, the athletic Seth Davis believes removing the one-and-done rule from the fabric of college hoops would be a good thing. Scuttling it would be a welcome change now that we have entered the freedom of movement era in college basketball. Thanks to the new transfer rules, players who are unhappy in their current situations can suit up for another school the following season. Thanks to the new name, image and likeness rules, players can make extra money off the court, in some cases well into six figures annually. Even when the one and done rule was new, it felt like a relic of the past. Getting rid of it will bring the NBA back to the future. UCLA has drawn the two smallest crowds at the Rose Bowl since the Bruins calling the venue its home in 1982. In response to the 29,344 fans for Saturday's tilt against South Alabama, 
UCLA head football coach Chip Kelly comments, attendance, I think when you look at it, especially here on the West Coast, is probably relative to your opponent and really knowledge of the opponent. People know the name of LSU, a UCLA opponent last season that drew 68,123. I think what's kinda lost on me is that you don't understand that South Alabama, just cause it's a regional school from the Sunbelt Conference, but that's as good a football team as we've played in the last two years, but they don't have name recognition and I get that. Kelly also points out that students just returned to class this week. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Tuesday, September 20th. We'll see you back here this afternoon.